Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Holy cow, it's back at it, ready to go for another one here. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Mark Walters is, uh, he actually may be here in just a little bit, but yours truly, Andy Hoosier, filling in as he is traveling, wrapping up out at the SHOT Show in Las Vegas 2023. So while he's on the travel mode, you got yours truly here. And boy, do we have some fun stuff to talk about today. Welcome into the show again. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. I am Andy Hoosier, filling in for the great Mark Walters on a pre-Friday. Is it okay to say the pre-Friday celebration? I think that we can say that uh, with some certainty. Alleged, although in some of the woke mindset, you can just call it whatever day you want to to make yourself feel a little bit better, right, Greg? Greg, down in the uh, down in Dallas, Texas. How are you, my friend? I am doing pretty good. And I think pre-Friday works just fine. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, you know, I'm trying to still negotiate a day between Saturday and Sunday so I can get like an extra day <laughs> off in there somehow, but it just isn't working out so far. No, 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 no. You are in high demand, my friend. You need to be there all the time because there are just way too many great programs that you need to mastermind behind yeah, the scenes for. Yeah, so. yeah. The, the, the problems of being good at your job. That would, hey, you know what? I get that one. <laughs> totally get it. Mark may be joining us at the bottom of the hour, which is hilarious because I love interviewing him on his own show. Yep. So we may do that as uh, he's he's getting ready to travel and head to the airport and, and head back. So uh, he'll be back at it tomorrow, but you have us today. And boy, Greg, I mean, come on, man. We cannot not talk about the big topic of the day today because this is, as Donald Trump says, it's huge and it's bigly. This is the big breaking headlines of the day today, right? Yeah, it was a uh, big story back when it happened and there's been a lot of speculation and we kind of just let that baby go to sleep for a little while, but it's been awoken. Well, the last time Mark talked about it, he kind of laughed and brushed it off and said, hey, you know, this is obviously, and it was a great conversation when we had it, of uh, what could be the fate of Alec Baldwin and the true blame on where it falls, either Alec Baldwin, the actor, for those that don't remember, this happened back in, what, 2021? It's been a while, actually. Actually, uh, October just, 2021. Last year, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, it's, like spring of it's, last according year? To, nah, according to Deadline.com, they'll face criminal charges for the October 2021 fatal shooting of Rust Cinema uh, photographer. Wow. So it's it's been that long. I know. Time flies right on by you here. So the charges have officially been presented, and Alec Baldwin, man, losing his mind of the fact that he's actually uh, instigated in this, in this criminal charge. So for those that have not heard the headline, Alec Baldwin, along with Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the armorer that was on set for the rest shooting will both face criminal charges for the October 2021 fatal shooting of Rust cinematographer uh, Helena is it Helena Hutchins yes. on the film set. Now, he has released I want to say according okay, let's start here first because there's a lot of news that's coming out kind of quickly and then we'll kind of break some of it down to get your thoughts on this. But according to the district attorney Mary Carmack Altwise, here's the official statement. Quote after a thorough review of the evidence and the laws of the state of New Mexico, I have determined that there is a, there is sufficient evidence to file criminal charges against Alec Baldwin and other members of the Rust film crew. On my watch, no one is above the law, and everyone deserves justice. Now, here are the official charges, and we'll see whether those are just or not in this case. Remember, this is the anti-gun advocate that hates guns, that would never shoot anybody in any way, shape, or form, and he pulled back the hammer of it, and then it just it, it just went off, and he just said, no, how that possibly could have happened. Yeah, because, because he didn't pull the trigger. They yeah, fire themselves. They didn't pull the trigger. They fire themselves. The assault weapon actually assaulted somebody. First case, did you know, Greg, first time ever in the history of humanity, we have an assault weapon that actually assaulted somebody on its own. Man, it's the because, first. Because, hey, they said it was going to happen. Yep, it's the first ever assault revolver. <laughs> Amazing. Now, here's the thing. I'm all about uh, I'm all about manifesting 
something and you know that you when you focus on it enough it actually comes to fruition a lot of times if you focus on a career or you focus on an object you focus on something you want that a lot of times it can happen you send it out into the universe and it comes back to you that way is if you already have it the manifestation the believing that it's actually going to happen this is maybe drawing that line a little bit further though of that i believe assault weapons assault people and now there's a case where an assault weapon quote-unquote, I use that in the air quotes for our radio listeners, uh, where the assault weapon, quote-unquote, assaulted somebody. I don't know. Do you think that that's a line of manifestation or of, of actually putting it out in the universe? I, who knows? Who knows? Uh, I, you know, so, <laughs> I, I, man, I so many directions to go with this because I am not a manifester. <laughs> uh, I do not believe things manifest. I believe you put in action and things happen. And uh, I think this is an instance where Ali Baldwin doesn't want to admit that he put into action his finger and pulled the trigger mm-hmm. and murdered a woman, although it's probably, uh, you know, obviously an accident. I don't think he intentionally meant to kill the woman. I think it was clearly an accident. Sure. But I also, I mean, I'm really torn on whether the armorer should face any kind of charges, but if they are responsible for loading of the weapons and making sure the weapons are unloaded and that the proper rounds are in uh, in a weapon, then that is kind of the range safety officer in that instance, and I think maybe that, that can, she has some negligence there but i don't think involuntary manslaughter is a uh, a proper charge but man this is just i'm not i'm not a legal expert nor am i a lawyer or a district attorney or a prosecutor so i you know i don't know what's available for them to use as a uh, a charge and uh, i feel bad for the armor that's all that's really all i can say outside of the victim in this case yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what you're saying is instead of just thinking about it and manifesting it, that the action actually led to the action. It's a wild concept, I know, for many out there, especially on the other side of the aisle, that don't quite grasp that concept of action, consequence, cause and effect to how these things actually work. You pull back a hammer of a gun. It's going to discharge. I, it's a wild, it's a wild concept, I know. But it's something that maybe those that are unfamiliar with firearms uh, wouldn't actually understand, which will lead us to a topic here a little bit later on the program. But as you mentioned, so each of them are being charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter that could potentially lead up to 18 months in jail in a $5,000 fine. All right. Now, aside from the case of someone actually dying in this case and not and the accident that happened here, let's just take that for a general perspective here, shall we, of 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine for someone that actually died in a situation is that a harsh enough punishment for someone's death that to me seems a little weak i don't know but maybe it's because of the involuntary manslaughter it wasn't intended it was an accident so here's the slap on the wrist but to me 18 months in jail that's less than two years and a five thousand dollar fine which alec baldwin has in his you know billfold on a weekly basis right now that's i mean that's nothing is that a slap on the wrist or is that something that's actually the proper amount of punishment for this type of crime uh, well, you know, the, this was clearly an accident, and um, while there was some fault uh, within the, the actions that caused this accident that took this woman's life, uh, you know, I think uh, I think 18 months is a little short. I thought I had saw something that said he could face up to five years, so I think maybe we're looking at 18 months to five years here. Uh, yeah. Most likely the lightest sentence is what he will get. The armor might get a little more because she's not Alec Baldwin. And uh, the fine, obviously, is inconsequential to him. Uh, he has enough money to most likely cover that. And um, I think any just prosecutor might actually adjust the fine to where it's felt by him instead of, uh, you know, just kind of a, a sneeze in a rag. Um, but, you know, it's it's really one of those things where, yes, there needed to be something done about, you know, the, the death of that woman. It you know, accidents happen, but there's also negligence in accidents, especially when it comes to a professional setting such as a movie set and there being people that are supposed to be checking these firearms. Man, I, I tell you what, I will be shocked if he sees anything over 18 months, and I will actually be shocked if he sees a day in jail outside of the time that he's booked. Yeah, well, you just you, you stole that right out because that's exactly where I was going to go with this. With if it is, let's that. say eight to no, yeah, I mean it's perfect. You you led up and teed it up right up for me. It's perfect here because you're right. Uh, let's say between eighteen months to five years is the potential fine, and then the five thousand dollar fine to whatever it could be uh, for this involuntary manslaughter. Two counts of it, which is kind of interesting as well, with two counts of involuntary manslaughter for both Baldwin and the armorer here. Who's the, the second right, count? I, I'm sorry, who's the second count? 
That I don't know, and that's interesting. According to L.A. Times, that Baldwin is expected to be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter and Hutchins' death. Prosecutors also plan to bring the involuntary manslaughter charges against weapons handler Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, who loaded the gun, were the punishable up to potentially 18 months in jail and a $5,000 fine. So I don't know why there's two counts. That's kind of interesting. But you're right. I do not see Baldwin spending a day in jail because he will be signed in. He'll get bailed out. He'll go on house arrest. He'll get the nice little ankle bracelet. He'll make a documentary about how terrible his life is and how he suffered through all of this, both in anguish emotionally and how he was lived in horrible living conditions because of this. And then he'll get off scot-free and continue on making movies. So the slap on the wrist for Baldwin, is it stern enough in your opinion? I want to get some of your thoughts on that when we come back. Plus, I have some audio regarding this case and more. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy, who's your fellow in? Stay right here. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters. We may get Mark on the program here in just a little bit after the bottom of the hour. We'll see if he calls in, give us an update from SHOT Show. The final day is he's about headed out, which is why you have yours truly today. Uh, filling in today, which you can check out all of his great stuff, which I've heard. Let me check it real quick. Uh, ArmedAmericanRadio.com is the website. Uh, I heard, though, that maybe Armed American News is back up and running as well. It is. Look at that. ArmedAmericanNews.com, uh, which you can find all the great content there. Mark's got that. He's been revamping the website, putting in some new features, doing some really cool stuff. And you need to check that out. ArmedAmericanNews.com. You can find me, by the way, on my website at HoosierReason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R reason.com also all of my social media where i think i'm verified on most although i'm not getting the blue dot on twitter i have not gotten that yet but i think i'm verified on just about everything else who's your reason on all of our social media you can find me and my program as well all right so let's talk about this here so we have the decision if you're just tuning in we had the decision coming down at least with a an official charge two counts of involuntary manslaughter for alec baldwin in his case with the shooting that happened again Mind blown how long this was ago, October of 2021. Yeah, kind of crazy. Where they could face uh, him along with the armorer that was on the set as well, Gutierrez Reed. They could both be facing up to 18 months in jail uh, and a $5,000 fine if convicted in this case. Is it long enough? Is it a slap on the wrist or is it actually worth it? Because like you said, Greg, it's an accident. It wasn't intentional. It was just neglection. Now, here's the crazy part. And I don't mean to judge. I'm part of the generation. Totally get it. Those would I go to political events and they laugh at me because I have a braided mohawk right now. So uh, <laughs> I get it. Uh, you know, there's some stigma there of like who I walked into one political event. You'll enjoy this. I walked in and it was a big fundraiser during election season for the congressman, right. uh, my congressman here in, in our area in Kansas. All the big wigs, all the big money people, major business owners, major donors that I'm talking like, you know, ten thousand dollar donations at a time sort of thing. They were there. It was at a hangar, uh, an airport hangar in the area here. And I went being part of the media, kind of being the local talk show host and the one that emcees the political events and, and the election night and everything. So I show up and I'm in my suit and tie, but I walk in and I have my braided mohawk. People were looking at the ones that didn't know who I was. They were looking at me like, are you are you in the right place? Like, do you know where you are? Are you lost? Do you need help finding it? Because they <laughs> They didn't think that I fit in, but yeah. it's okay. I'm, I'm the guy that's supposed to stand out in the crowd, right? Yeah. I, you know, you're the radio guy, so you got to kind of have a little bit of a panache to you that people are like, I yeah, do. the Viking yeah. Mohawk over there. Go talk to him. The Viking Mohawk guy. Yeah, he's our conservative talk radio host for the year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it brings it, but it's okay. It, it brings attention, and I'm a goofy guy anyway, so I guess it gains attention. I, uh, darn millennials, I'm telling you. <laughs> so not to judge, because I totally get it. I am the outcast in our conservative realm of the way we're supposed to look anyways. It's okay. But I was looking at the pictures of the gal this Gutierrez Reed when she got arrested during the shooting and she had like four different colors of uh, in her hair at the time. It was like yellow and purple and something weird. And I looked at her and I got to admit, and again, this is not me trying to be judgy because I get it totally understand, but she does not look like someone who's supposed to be a firearms expert. No, she I'm does just throwing not. that out there. She does not. <laughs> I agree with you on that. When I saw the pictures, I was like, they're letting her, they're letting her be in charge of it's, firearms. Yeah, it's weird. So, again, I'm, I don't want to be judgy because, again, look at me as the conservative talk show host here that's supposed to be in the public eye. But at the same time, I, I it just didn't get it. It didn't click with me that she was the armorer that's supposed to be handling all the safety of the firearms that's on set. But she is being charged as well in this case, uh, which Alec Baldwin, I'm trying to find here because Alec released a statement or at least his attorney 
released a statement on this issue, and and to add he to was her, not happy with it. To add to her uh, background a little bit is her father's also does this stuff on she so she just kind of fell in line with the family mm-hmm. business, and so. Uh, it's my understanding that her dad also has been an armorer on sets and a prop uh, master on sets. I, that's probably not the proper title, but anyways. Uh, and so she, this is kind of her realm that her family has been doing for quite a while. And so I could see how easily she just kind of fell into doing this kind of thing, too, because, hey, she wanted to follow in her father's footsteps, thought it was a cool profession. Nothing wrong with that. Sure. And, you know, sometimes accidents happen, especially if you're probably not as experienced as her dad might have been um, uh, due to any kind of prior experience in life. Because, you know, I don't know how she was brought up. I don't want to comment on that. Maybe she was raised around firearms. Possibly she wasn't. Um, it's possible that she just, you know, they were, they were allegedly shooting real ammunition on out in the desert for, you know, out, outside of the set. So that's possible how these live rounds got into the uh, to the gun and didn't realize that they were still uh, loaded and hot when he had the gun in his hand and pulled the trigger. Yeah, oh, exactly. And I don't know how long of an experience that she has, as you mentioned, if she's following in her dad's steps and continuing the legacy. She looks relatively young to be doing this. So is she fresh to this? Is this one of her new first sets where she's doing it by herself? Should she have had some type of supervision as well? Here's the official reaction from Alec Baldwin, who continues to say, deny, 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 and the assault weapon actually assaulted them. I had nothing to do with this. Here's the uh, the official statement from his attorney, Luke Nickus. Quote, the decision distorts Helena Hutchins' tragic death and represents a terrible miscarriage of justice. Mr. Baldwin had no reason to believe there was a live bullet in the gun or anywhere on the movie set, which is funny with what you just mentioned with them shooting live rounds outside before they actually done this. Yep. They continue. He relied on the professionals with whom he worked who assured him the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight these charges and we will win. So there you go. It's not his fault. He had no clue. He was supposed to trust those that handed him the firearm. He had no clue what was going on, and therefore he's going to fight it. He's going to counter it. He's going to appeal, and he's going to go after the other ones like the armorer that was on set because it's not his fault. I'm curious. Uh, you ever have anybody unload a weapon right in front of you, magazine out, slide open, they hand it to you, and you do the same thing? Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, that's standard protocol, isn't it? Kind of like with a knife that you uh, you're, I was taught this in the Boy Scouts. When they hand you a knife, it's supposed to be folded, obviously, and shut. And then they hold on to it and grip it tight until you say thank you and acknowledge it for them to actually release it. So there is no accident of it falling and opening and stabbing somebody or whatever case. Same with a firearm. They unload it. You see them take the magazine out. You see them unload the chamber. You see them open everything up. And then they hand it to you backwards. Then you take it again, accept it, make that verbal consent that you take it so they can release it. And then you do that same process as you're looking at it. Like, wow, this is so cool, dude. And then you open it up and go through the entire process as well. It's a double standard. It it goes. It's a two way streak. It goes kind of the, the back to back double layer of security here. This goes and reinforces the idea that maybe someone who doesn't understand firearms or maybe doesn't even understand firearms, but even hates firearms and has no interest in understanding firearms, maybe shouldn't be handling the firearms in the first place, even on the set of a movie. If you're an activist of anti-gun, not even just indifference to guns, but actually anti-gun, and you obviously don't have a clue about how firearms work, maybe... You shouldn't be handling guns or being in a movie that handles firearms. Or maybe you should actually learn how to use the tools that you have for your damn job. I'm just throwing that concept out. I don't know. That's a wild concept. We'll talk some more about that when we come back here. Plus, we'll see if we have Mark Walters as well. Right back here. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Hang tight.
Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Indeed, it is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters, as always, when he's out in travel and love being able to sit in the chair and actually have some fun here in the Sig Sauer Studios. All of it presented by X Insurance, which you can visit online with all the great partners at Armed American Radio. 
Radio.com. By the way, and uh, I hope that this is okay. I'm going to give a quick little tease of what's coming up on my program today in the next hour for those that uh, like to listen to my show as well. Greg, did you know today, man, the 19th of January, the third week of January, we're already out of money at the federal level. Our, def- our debt ceiling has been capped. It has been hit. And now... We cannot spend any more money. Yeah, the debt apocalypse is upon us, and we shall see how they handle it. <laughs> oh, well, shut the government down. I don't care. Oh, darn. So I'm going to talk about that on my program here in just a little bit for those that care to talk about nerdy economic things. Also, I've been holding on to a story for a few days, and I've been really bummed I haven't gotten to it as soon as I want to. But today, I promise we're going to talk about it. The government has uh, has been uh, demanded to begin releasing more information on their UFO research. Oh, distraction. Okay. No. Great. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, it's going to be the real UFO stuff. Maybe this time we'll actually get some sus- substance. What do you think? No, no, no. I think this is a distraction <laughs> from the uh, from Garage Gate or uh, Car-a-Lago. And so they're like, oh, hey, look over here, UFOs. Let's not look at Joe Biden's classified documents. Let's not do that. Mm, that's, an, that's an idea. That's an idea. Although I don't know how many people that would distract away from it, except for people like me, because I love UFO stuff. Same. Uh, because I really want to know the type of ufos that they're researching and that they found and whether it's maybe from the pleiadians or the syrians or the octurians or the reptilians i mean there's a lot of them well don't forget (laughs) the anunnaki as well the the anunnaki dude i'm telling you the anunnaki are back man and we need to be prepared (laughs) the grays it's back the gray yeah well the grays are kind of the standard man they're the ones that that uh, crashed in roswell so yeah it's okay and you know yeah. that uh, the Roswell, just not to get too de- derailed here, but you know the Roswell crash, they brought all that, they brought all of that evidence to Carswell Air Force Base over here in Fort Worth. And that's pretty much where that story went to die back when that happened. Yeah, I did enjoy, what did they say that actually got shot down out of the sky from that one? It wasn't an actual UFO, but they said that weather it was balloon. like a new, it's, it, well, a weather balloon, but then they also used another one where it was actually, uh, like a like an atomic weapon that had actually fallen that didn't detonate, but it was actually a weapon. And that's why they didn't want to talk about it, because it was a top secret nuclear weapon that had actually fallen, and they didn't want to let people know about it and scare them. I hadn't heard this story. Uh, I've And I've studied a lot about Roswell. I've watched a lot of the, uh, Ro- the Roswell documentaries, and I hadn't heard about the nuclear weapon that they were trying to hide. Yeah, I don't know. Interesting stuff. I know people are rolling their eyes right now. Totally cool. In all the ET different types, I know that you have no clue what I'm talking about. It's okay. I'm a dork like that. Just bear with me. Again, that's why I have the Viking Mohawk braid, because I'm strange, and I stand out in a crowd, and I'm completely okay with that. It's a good thing we're pitching Who's Your Reason right after the show here, because that's uh, not what's going to be up on Hour 2 of Armed American Radio. (laughs) That is not on Armed American Radio's Hour Number 2. That's right. And the guy who's talking about common sense and reason and is the one talking about that. People are like, Andy, you're, you're nuts, and hopefully you still love me. It's okay. All right, let's get back to this issue with Alec Baldwin here. Uh, I have some audio because when this all came down, did you ever hear the audio internally when he was doing the Q&A directly after the shooting when they brought him back to the precinct to actually talk about this issue? I don't remember us playing it. I don't have it saved, so I'm going to say no. Intro. Okay, so it's about three minutes long with the different snippets here. So I'm going to kind of break it up, and we I don't know if we'll play the whole thing or not. We have but time. The, den- the deny, deny, deny is fascinating to me because even now he's still denying that he's done any wrong, that it's the fault of those that handed him the firearm, not his fault because he trusts them. Just as we mentioned in the last segment, that maybe you should take the precaution to actually check it even after watching someone actually check it. That's what you do even if it's a toy gun and a fake, and it's full of blanks, whatever the case is, you should still check it. Uh, I used the uh, the analogy in the last one, just in the Boy Scouts, whether it was a gun or whether it was a knife, that when you hand it to them, make sure the knife is folded or the gun is turned away after you check it and release all the bullets and everything out of it, and then you hand it to them backwards, and then you grip it and you hold on tight to it until they verbally acknowledge that they have a hold of it and say thank you, then you let it go. That's how I was taught in the Boy Scouts. And yeah. that's the way you're supposed to do these things to make sure that, hey, you know what? Just in case you accidentally just like hand it to them or semi toss it to them, they don't catch it. They're not coordinated. They didn't have a firm grip yet. They were still like halfway just touching it, you know, feeling it out first. And then it falls, it opens up and potentially stabs somebody or shoots somebody. That's the safety protocol you're supposed to have. 
and then, like you said, Greg, as you go through it and while you're admiring the gun and wow, this is so cool. And oh man, this is awesome. And it feels really nice. You're already opening it up, getting intimate with the firearm, checking everything inside and out, doing the double check that everything's okay. And then you go about your business. And yep. I know that being on a set of a movie, things are moving fast. Maybe you're in the mindset of memorizing your lines, thinking about where you need to stand what facial expression you're supposed to have. Totally get it. I've, would love to act. I used to do theater acting. So I get that mindset again. But when you get handed a tool, maybe you should be semi-familiar with the tool that you're using. If I wanted to become a doctor, I don't because that would be insane. The only the closest I get to being a doctor is watching House MD on TV because that is the greatest show on the face of the earth. Uh, but if I wanted to become a doctor, I would not walk into a surgical room grab one of these scalpels and just start playing with it, thinking that I know what the hell I'm doing. If I were an actor wanting to be a doctor, I would actually maybe just me personally, because I'd want to be intimate with being able to be the best at what I wanted to do. I would go and shadow a doctor for a while and see how they operate. So that way I could use their techniques and know how they use the, use the tool of the trade. I mean, would that uh, yeah. make sense? It does. And I've had this because uh, I've got doctor friends. I've had this opportunity to be around some medical devices. And I, every time that I'm around a tray full of tools, I may pick one up or two up with gentle fingers, look at it and set it right back down and not really do anything with it other than that. Like, hey, that's wow. That's really stainless steel. That's a really nice piece of equipment. There you go. Right back in the tray. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Done. Uh, this is comparable, again, to someone who is anti-firearm, but yet using a firearm. Have you ever seen the training, which I love these movies, probably some of the greatest movies ever, is uh, John Wick. Yes. And have you seen some of the behind-the-scenes yes. training that Keanu Reeves does with John Wick, where he's out at the range, massive amounts of firearms hanging all over him as he walks through the range and he shoots these things, he is intimate with that tool. He knows how to fire them. He knows the safety procedures. He knows how to use the quote-unquote assault rifle or semi-automatic. He knows how to use the shotgun. He knows how to use the handgun because guess what? He's doing the best that he can for a film, and he wants to understand the safety and how to use them to make it look realistic. I also heard that, uh, uh, and I can't remember his name, Andrew... Whatever the guy that plays Rick Grimes in Walking Dead. Oh Andrew, yeah, Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln Andrew yeah. Lincoln. Yep. There was uh, as well that he talked about going out on the range and the massive firearm that he had in that show that he would go out and shoot it many times so that way during the shots when he was firing it he wouldn't get that blinking immediate response yes. to where he would like shun and blink because he wanted it to look more natural. That's how you act. That's how you do your job is if you're supposed to handle these firearms, you do it in a professional manner to make it look as realistic as possible is if that piece of tool, whether it's a knife, whether it's a gun, whether it's a suit, whether it's a suitcase, whatever scene that you're supposed to be shooting, you need to be intimate with it and practice it as if it's part of you. Alec Baldwin, this shows not only the fact that he knows nothing about firearms, this also shows that he doesn't take his job seriously because he doesn't use the intimacy of understanding the tools and the props that he has on set for a movie. And that shows the kind of actor and the kind of person that he is that I'm going to show up. You hand it to me. I'm just going to do it. And then hopefully it'll turn out OK. And I think that's pretty pathetic no matter how you look at it. Yeah, there definitely needs to be, you know, and I don't know how much happened before the movie. There definitely needs to be some hands on training and understanding. But, you know. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so I actually have the audio. We'll play that when we come back because I just bantered the entire segment. So when we come back, we'll play some of the audio and uh, we'll see where it, it, has he changed his story throughout this entire time. We'll have some fun with that right here on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Stay right here. Protecting loved ones and neighbors is a high calling. Over the last few years, men and women of all walks of life have chosen to exercise their Second Amendment right as first-time gun owners. Through education and training, families and communities are empowered to protect themselves and those around them. Daniel Defense advocates for the individual's right to bear arms, which is why they manufacture 100% American-made, high-quality firearms backed with a lifetime warranty. To learn more, visit DanielDefense.com. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. America was founded through the blood of hard-fighting, hard-drinking men. Men who believed in freedom and whiskey, who laid down their lives and their fortunes, forging the bedrock of this republic, and in doing so created a new species of man, the American. Lead Slinger's Whiskey was founded by seven combat veterans who were tired of people afraid to support the Second Amendment. Together, they brought their love of American bourbon whiskey to freedom-loving, like-minded Americans. For more information and to read the story of Lead Slinger's Whiskeys and Rum, visit LeadSlingersWhiskey.com today. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. If you or someone you care about has been thinking about getting their permit to carry a firearm, there's never been a better time than now. Even if you've had your permit to carry for years, keep in mind that gun laws change regularly and not knowing the current laws can be catastrophic. Legal Heat is one of the nation's largest concealed carry training companies. If you're looking to obtain your carry permit for the first time, take a gun law refresher course or take a handgun 101 course, visit LegalHeat.com. They operate in every major city in the United States and will have a number of classes near you. Use promo code AAR to save on a class today. That's LegalHeat.com. Promo code AAR. The North American Arms 32 NAA Guardian Pistol, designed in partnership with Convoy Ammunition. The 32 NAA fires a cartridge based on the 380 case, but neck down to hold the smaller 32 bullet. The result is a remarkable gain in ballistic performance that produces more velocity, energy, and stopping power than any conventional 32 ACP, 380 ACP, or 380 ACP plus P. The 32 NAA from North American Arms. For more information, please visit NorthAmericanArms.com. That's NorthAmericanArms.com. At Armed American Radio, we depend on our partners to bring you this broadcast every day. And that's why we've partnered with Fort Worth Armory. Fort Worth Armory searches the world to bring you high-quality, dependable ammo at extremely competitive prices. Proudly partnering with quality importers and manufacturers from friendly nations to bring you reliable ammunition, Fort Worth Armory not only fills your ammo needs, they also help fill your prescription for freedom. Please support the businesses that support Armed American Radio. Visit FortWorthArmory.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Welcome back into it. It's Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters. He's back at it tomorrow. I know we spent a lot of time on this whole Alec Baldwin thing. Some people may not really care about it because, well, they know that he's kind of a Yahoo. They know that he's not the smartest guy. They know that it is his responsibility to check the firearm and that he uh, is hopefully going to have at least some type of slap on the wrist. Again, potentially 18 months in jail, $5,000 fine for two counts of involuntary manslaughter charges against him, along with the weapons handler on the set, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed. It's an interesting take on it, and I think this really does open up the conversation of the accidental shootings that we see across the nation and other places as well, right? I mean, we have uh, the, the kids that accidentally grab it on the negligence there. We have parents that are looking at it and it accidentally discharges. We had a story here in Kansas just this last week where there was an accidental discharge of someone, again, who was just looking at the firearm and it just went off. Again, just the assault weapon assaulting somebody. It just went off because they didn't do 
the safety protocol, what a concept when you actually check it and you actually understand the tools that you're working with. I find that apparently in today's times, that's a fascinating conversation to have. Yeah, it's quite interesting. It's actually the first I've ever heard of an assault weapon actually acting. (laughs) Actually (laughs) acting. All right. So I'm going to play this audio because I didn't get a chance to last segment because I was just rambling on here. But this is Alec Baldwin directly after the shooting from 2019. What? 2019? No, 2021. 2021. uh, 2021. Right after the shooting when he was taken to the precinct for the Q&A with police trying to figure out what happened here. Has his story changed? Has he evolved from the situation since then? And does this exclude him from charges, do you think? Moving forward, this is what he had to say. What I'm curious about is what came out of that bullet that went through her body and into his shoulder? That's pretty powerful. Now, some people say, you can lost material in the parallax and they rock. Something that happens, which is why she, every time we've done this, I'm here to tell you, to testify that every time we've done this, she done it right. She cleaned the barrel, made sure nothing was lodged in there. We went hot when they were ready. You always announce, going hot. Crew gets ready. And then all of a sudden, you're the camera, and I shoot away from you. I sit there, I'm like, bang, bang, bang. And flashes are coming out. We shoot the rounds. I want to stop right there for a second. <laughs> Did you hear that? I want to know what came out of the barrel. Yeah, that's the first thing that got my attention was, what? 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 You don't know what came out of the barrel? <laughs> That's the thing. What came out of the barrel? I'm curious what came out of the barrel. Now, as he's going through this process, okay, he's showing his process of what he does. But the guy who doesn't like guns, doesn't understand guns, is trying to explain how he handles firearms is kind of interesting as well. And then the big question is, what came, what came out of the barrel? What came out of the bill, uh, barrel, Alec? She cleans the barrel every time, and she checks so that the rounds are all cosmetic rounds for the, or nothing in the chamber for the barrels. She hands me the gun. I'm assuming she's done it the right way. She's done it the last two weeks. I put it in the holster. I pull it out slow. We're rehearsing. We're not filming anything. I pull it out slow, turn, cock the pistol, bang, it goes up, and she hits the ground. Okay. Let's stop right there for a second. (laughs) Again, you're wondering what's coming out of the barrel. If you pull a firearm out slow... You cock it back, bang, it goes off. First off, he didn't say anything about not pulling the trigger there, which I find quite fascinating. Nope. He pulled, he cocked the, the hammer back there, bang, it goes off. She hits the ground. And he even says, and we'll hear it in a minute here as well, it goes through her and it hits the shoulder of the guy behind her as well. Gee, I, I'm, I'm, Greg, I'm confused. I'm not quite sure what comes out of the barrel of a firearm that can go through an entire individual and hit somebody else behind them because it's that powerful. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not quite sure. I haven't gone to acting school and been as popular as Alec Baldwin, but what could possibly come out of a firearm that would go through an entire human body and then go into the shoulder of somebody else? I'm curious. I, I, I don't know. I would assume some form of a projectile, but I'm not too sure either <laughs> myself. Uh, it's It's very perplexing here. What, what actually does come out of a barrel and, and goes through two human beings? I, I don't know. A magic, maybe we'll a magic find one? Out. A magic A magic something. That's right. So let's continue to see if we can find out. And I draw the gun slowly and aim off camera, and there's supposed to be nothing in there. So she's not protecting herself and standing off. I'm shooting in a direction, and everybody is supposed to be to that side of the camera. There's nobody in my line. Nobody. And so when I shoot the gun, so when the rehearsal, I'm assuming I have an empty gun, and the gun goes off, she's right in front of me. Was Hannah the one to physically hand you the gun at that yes. point? Okay. Um, during the time that you had it, was it ever handed off to anybody else? No. Do you think that any part of this incident that occurred was intentional? I want to stop there for just a second. That's an interesting question. Was this intentional? I I mean, obviously, I don't think it was. That would be kind of weird unless someone has a grudge against her that that doesn't make any sense. Uh, but as you mentioned, Greg, they were shooting prior to the set and the scene. They were shooting outside with live rounds before they came in there, uh, which means that there was a massive amount of negligence somewhere with emptying the firearms, cleaning them, and then putting in the real stuff before they actually went on set here. But that's weird. I guess that makes sense with the with the police doing their protocol, but asking, was there intention for something like this to happen? 
Yeah, it, it's interesting. I'm curious as to who all was on set that day. Um, was Lee R.V. Oswald there? Mm, that's a good question. Yeah, well, magic projectiles when about, and ooh, two people shot. Yeah. I Man, I don't know if that's a good question. Well, the response to that question is kind of interesting. I can only say this, which is, in, in other words, to me, to place a bullet and position a bullet that is a live round, to make sure that that bullet is in the chamber, if I were to squeeze the trigger in a rehearsal, that that bullet came out, someone has to have extraordinary access to that weaponry to do that. Whoa. Oh, well. So he didn't come out and just say, no, there's no way. There's no one that would have hated her. There's no reason for this to have been intentional in any way, shape, or form. His response is the only way that would have happened was someone who had access to the firearms and to the bullets to be able to put that in there. That's that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is, and it's insinuating a circumstance that we haven't been able to determine if that was the case. Um, is there a Sapruder film of this? Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Well, and it almost seems like like his continued, you know, deny, deny, deny. It's not my fault. It's always somebody else's fault. I'm wondering if that was his panicked way of saying I had nothing to do with it. So if it did happen, then someone may have a beef, but it had to be someone higher up that was able to actually do this uh, real quickly here. Here's the last little bit of this audio. But to your experience with these armors and anything like this in my life ever. OK, I've never heard of a projectile coming out of a prop gun that went through a person's body, regardless of her being a smaller woman. The, the, the bullet went in here, I'm told, went in here, came out here, her shoulder or whatever, and went into his body. And very, I've never heard of that in my life. I don't know of any projectile with a gun and a flash prop gun that could have accomplished that. Don't know how it could have been. Don't know how a projectile could have gone through a body and gone through somebody else. I have no clue how that would have happened. And I didn't pull the trigger, so therefore it's not my fault. Uh, not much difference from what we're hearing today. And now that they continue to fight it, saying that that is a drastic abuse of what's going on and a lack of understanding of the case, because he has no reason to have done something like that. He's going to fight it. Interesting. The denial of Hollywood elites. That does it for us today. Andy Hoosier filling in for the great Mark Walters. Always a pleasure, Greg. Always a pleasure down in Dallas as well. I'm sure we'll hear from you again soon. Mark back at it tomorrow. Until then. Carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll see you on the radio. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. 
We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you you don't need something, tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.